Well, AJ, that was a humdinger. Yeah, that was a real Hey J Almondinger right there. Uh, see, you know, I had, you know, I, I played my words right. You kind of just fucked that up. Yeah, you didn't inform me that you were going to make that joke, so it's not I, my fault. Well, it's you kind of, you kind of sent me into the forty-eight on that one. Oh no. Uh, um. Anyway, uh, this is the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. Uh, I'm Buddy Pulley. He's Seth Dolby. Are you Seth Dolby? I waved. That means I'm Seth Dolby. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, and yeah, we have to specify that this is the Big Motor Small Blade podcast because we have a new podcast. Whoa. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, so we also have a podcast that will only be uploaded to our um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify pages. Um, so Big Motor Small Blade primarily handles the Cup Series. We'll mention trucks and Xfinity every now and then. But we thought they deserved their own podcast. So Truck and Xfinity, they're going to be on the new Bushwhacker podcast. We're going to talk everything trucks and Xfinity on there. Solely dedicated to that. It'll be uploaded on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every Saturday after the Truck and Xfinity race. Sunday morning. Yes, Sunday mornings. Yeah. Thank you. Um, now, what so are yeah. we going to do when the Xfinity race or truck race runs on a Sunday? I don't know. We'll figure that out. Well, then we'll, you know, we'll have double pod Mondays. I don't know. Well, I guess yes. Cup wouldn't run that way. Uh, it could be a double header. Oh, no. All right. Well, we'll have to figure that one out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so go go look at that first episode. Uh, post-coda is up. Now on to this week's episode. Cup Series post-coda. Um, but before we get into that, um, some – Midweek news. Uh, this actually broke last week, and we didn't get to it in the last pod. Hendrick Motorsports and NASCAR have teamed up to uh, run a car in the 2023 24 Hours of Le Mans. Um, they're going to run a Gen 6 car that will be modified, I guess, to some sort of specifications. And I thought it was I supposed get... to be a modified Gen 7 car. Oh, did I say Gen 6? Yeah, it's Gen yeah. 7, next-gen okay. car. <clears throat> um yeah, so they um they're gonna run in the Rolex twenty four as a Rolex twenty four twenty four hours of a mile. Um and what's the do you remember what the entry is called? It's like an unofficial entry. Garage fifty six or something. Yeah, garage fifty six. Um yeah, so they're gonna, gonna be running the twenty four hours of lemons. I mean Lamar. Yeah, no. Um that'll be where the Gen Six will run, the twenty four hours of lemons. Um let's let's go get one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um but anyway. So they're going to be running in that. Um, there's been a lot of talk about whether it was, you know, it's going to be a advantage for Hendrick. Um, I mean, they already have the track attack program, which is kind of iffy as far as the rules go on that. Um, and now yeah. they're getting they're getting their hands held, you know, with NASCAR to the, do this whole thing. But they will be building the car, right? Who Hendrick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's well, I mean, they're probably different. gonna build it to they're probably gonna get the parts from the vendor still and then modify it to whatever sort of they NASCAR said they don't want it them to have an advantage. But here's the thing. <clears throat> I feel like to avoid it being an advantage, they're gonna gain something out of this, I feel. I mean, I would imagine, but I don't yeah. but um with modifying it to run Lamar, I don't know how much that's actually gonna translate to the cup series. So yeah. 
like how much how much horsepower is going to be in the car how much downforce um that's fair I i still feel like it'll be some sort of advantage for hendrick at least that you know for the road course program yeah. um and, it's and after been today about for years after today it looks like they need it they so. might need it yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean we've talked for years about their track attack program they have it's you know it's kind of side project they got going on um where they take now they're gen 6 cars so they're kind of irrelevant <clears throat> but they modify them and do things to them and you know go and test road courses how that's legal and you know running a xfinity card in a parade when you're Mike Harmon is a problem or whatever the fuck he did. Um, in this wait, hold up. Didn't like Alex LeBay and that 36 team at Xfinity try to do something similar to this, like run their car in like a, some sort of road racing, run their Xfinity car in a road racing series and NASCAR dropped the hammer on them. I don't know. To be I'm, honest. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That happened like a year or two ago. And now or, uh, NASCAR is like doing this. I don't know. Denny Hamlin uh, tweeted, you know, he was kind of, he kind of felt it was a little bit sus. And of course he did. Well, yeah. Someone asked him and he's like, I wasn't asked about it or I wasn't asked to do it. So, I mean, if, if Gibbs and NASCAR were the ones doing this, then Hendrick would have a problem with it. And well, yeah, but if you're NASCAR, I feel like you got to look at this and be like, you got to look at this and be like, oh, this does seem kind of like, you know, what we're playing, not necessarily playing uh, yeah. favorites, but you, I mean, this could all be just talk and they end up running a car and it's has no correlation to, yeah. I can't. Um, I, I'm surprised NASCAR kind of didn't run like a generic car and get Hendrick, you know, top Chevy team, Gibbs top Toyota team, get, um, yeah. I guess, Penske top four team uh, to kind of, to kind of work on it together i don't I'm, yeah that seems like kind of because like who are you really going to piss off in that um scenario other than the other four teams and the other chevy teams i guess but the other four teams and the other chevy teams already work with um hendrick and penske anyway so i don't know if it would really hurt them all that much yeah no i don't <clears throat> i think that would be a better approach or at least like i guess they can't do it because it's like the you know not official one entry they have uh, but I mean, if you could have done like all th- like a Toyota, a Ford, and a Chevy, and just yeah. see you can do whatever. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We got a long way. Uh, I would imagine the Cup guys, Chase or Kyle or Alex and William, are probably not going to be able to run it unless it just happens to fall on an off weekend. No, I think they're going to schedule an off week around this. Yeah. Okay. Now. Well, that actually, be, they may have to schedule kinda... two, though. That's the only thing. There's like a test week before. So, they, I mean, they did two weeks off last year. I think this is worth doing two weeks off for to get a couple of cup drivers in 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah, but that's going to be – that's where it's going to be uh, kind of finicky there when you make an off week. So, Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott can go to Le Mans and run this car that, you know, other organizations are already kind of – iffy on whether or not they should be able to get the yeah or not i mean so, you can you can argue that all day and i don't necessarily disagree with you but nascar is going to do whatever they think they need to do oh well yeah of course and this if it means gets, getting chase elliott some extra laps on some road courses because it seems like he needs it then <laughs> well no <laughs> apparently kyle larson needs more he was he was trash today but yeah we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit <laughs> um <clears throat> another thing happened 
Uh, Brad Keselowski um, and RFK Racing got one of the biggest penalties we've ever seen. Uh, yeah. They got a 100-point penalty. Crew chief was suspended. They castrated Brad. Like, it was a whole thing. Yeah, 10 playoff and, points, which he doesn't have any. So he's the only driver yeah. now in NASCAR history with negative 10 playoff points. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, no. Did, he didn't win a stage. At, no clue. Do you get a playoff point for winning the duel? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't exactly remember what – I meant to write that down before we uh, started uh, what they got a penalty for. They were messing with something that you weren't supposed to mess with, one of the parts that, you know, you get from a vendor – and they whatever it is they made it very clear beforehand you're not allowed to fuck with our vendor parts and yeah they did well i don't think it was a fender was it vendor vendor oh it was something it was something wasn't it something like where the uh no that was wasn't it something like i'm gonna look at it real quick yeah you looked that up yeah anyway it's a huge it was a huge penalty for them um brad was already having a terrible season and today didn't help at all um but yeah this is they really dropped the hammer and i mean nascar said kudos to them they said you know if you mess with any of the parts that you get from a vendor you're not supposed to touch them on this next gen car and they they messed with it nascar made a statement um Um, i don't know how how long you want me to look for it but nascar's instagram post just says for modifying a single source supplied part that's all. Bob say anything about it? Uh, I'll look at Bob. Yeah. I'll just Google Brad Kozlowski penalty and see. What yeah, happens. that would probably be the move. Um, but yeah, it's a huge penalty for them. Like I said, uh, they were already messing with some stuff at Daytona with the wheels and, you know, NASCAR approved it. I mean, I wonder if, you know, this had, if that had any play in this and like, all right, we let you get away with one. Now you're doing this and we're going to drop the hammer on you. I'm surprised they're just uh, – because, like, it's just them, right? Like, they're the only ones – them, and I guess Penske was a part of that with the wheel thing at Daytona. But yeah, nobody else has even – I haven't heard anything about anybody else doing anything to parts. And yeah. now this is the second time we've heard of um, RFK doing it. So, I, I guess they just think that shit don't stink. They can do whatever they want. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe Roush is just like, they are real, They really were before Brad got there, given all they had. And, you know, anything extra is too much that Brad's throwing at them. Um, you find anything? Live research. On yeah, hang on. Small Boy Podcast. You've seen it here first. You've seen it here live. All of the above. How's everybody doing today? Did, did you guys watch the Bushwhacker podcast? Um, you can't that watch something uploaded? that's audio only, dipshit. Hey, look for your damn look for the damn penalty, man. Let me let me uh, let me plug our shit. Um, yeah, did you guys listen to it? You have a good time. It was fun. You have some mimosas this morning on your Sunday morning while listening to the Big Motor Small Blade Bushwhacker podcast. Shout out to my boy Tyler for uh, helping put that logo together. Um, yeah. Nothing. It just says modification of single source supplied part. So ah, nice. I feel not. like there was something that came out where it actually told like kind of what it was, but whatever. Maybe we'll, that was Bob. I, I don't have the time to yeah, scroll through whatever. 5,000 um, tweets to get to it. 
Um, yeah. Whatever well, it was. They modified Brad a part. Got a, yeah. Yeah. Modified so. part. Brad got a big penalty. Yep. Big doo-doos for Brad. Um, yep. They are probably not going playoff racing this year. Put it that unless way. Unless he gets a win. Yeah. Which it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't see that happening. A more point. super speedways. <laughs> Two more. Two more before the season, or three more before three the season. Three more, ends. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brad's back in this thing. Unless now this podcast gets changed done, so let's start campaigning for Atlanta in July to be a regular race. I don't know, man. I don't. Mean, yeah. I don't know me. Don't. I don't know me. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go all the way back to Atlanta, but I feel like it wouldn't be that. Wouldn't be a. I feel like with the repay that we might have seen a better race with the being a super speedway. Probably, but that's, a, but I that's just an argument for another day. I just don't like super speedways, so I don't. Like I know you six don't, of them. but it's not about what you want. I know it's never about what I want. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I wanted Tyler Reddick to hold off Chase Elliott for fourth place today. Couldn't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, before we get into the actual race, uh, I I took note of something today. I watched the F one race for the second week in a row. This is like absolutely like groundbreaking yeah for me like i've never watched i don't think i watched a full f1 race ever much less two in a row i think you might have watched part of them when i ha- i was at your place and woke up at, in the morning to watch them that's about it <laughs> yeah and i walked in and was like what the hell anyway and they got screwed off and did something else um but one thing i noted and i dropped my pen um <laughs> They uh they they do have like Seth pointed out they do have a thirty minute um pre race show, but when you tune in for the broadcast, it was at twelve fifty five by one oh five they were green. Yep, that is how it should be done. And they got all the important information that you need to hear done exactly. in that ten minutes. Yeah, we got we got a weekend recap. We got um, a track layout description of each sector a description of all the tire compounds and a starting lineup all within that that amount of time and they went green and i was perfectly hyped for the race yeah it in in movie terms they got the exposition out of the way before everything actually got going now what fox did today was save the exposition to six laps to go and then start to tell us about sectors Dude, yeah, I <laughs> like what the fuck, guys. Come Dude, on. Yeah, I think they might have saw my they might have saw my tweet. Might have just taken them a little bit because I said, "What did I say?" I don't know. I, I don't. I tweeted you. so. You don't follow the big murder small boy Twitter. Yes, no, you do. I do. I just don't pull up Twitter very often. Yeah, um, I said something about like they need to take a page out of F one's book, and I put in there like something about the description of the track and whatnot. And I, I was sitting back there. And they pull up the description of Coda with six to go under that yellow. And they're no, like, they were green. The battle for the lead was raging. Oh, uh, this one, they're green? Yes. Oh, shit. Like, Almadena yeah, was, was trying to get underneath. Yeah. Anyway, so they do this under green, optimal time, clearly. Yeah. And they go through sectors. I've never heard NASCAR say sector. Yeah, I didn't even know that was in, like, their book. I thought that was, like, a foreign word. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's next oversteer yeah exactly (laughs) there's some there's another word that i'll think of later that was kind of a road racing term that they threw in there uh but yeah they pulled this up and i'm like they they watched f1 this morning oh yeah like we're gonna do that let's throw this together real quick 
it took it took old uh, Smokey in the back of the Fox compound, you know, all race to do it up, but he did it. Um, yeah, it's just they just don't give you the important information. No, they bullshit around with all yeah. this, you know, this cringy mess and make it a show. And you got to listen to Chris Myers give you wrong information. Bubba Wallace isn't a Coke family driver. Um, we're the Charlotte Roval is not off the schedule. Like just all the shit that Chris Myers said. Wait, that, what? <laughs> yeah. He said, he was like, we had seven road courses last year. Now with the Charlotte Roval, take it off the schedule. Like, <laughs> Oh, you dingus. You Dude. Dingus. It's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's ridiculous. Cause we see this perfect example of how things should be done by the way no no commercial breaks on the f1 race yeah by the way. None um that throw that in there too um perfect example of how it should be done and then there's nascar over here so yeah like new tv deal yeah nascar has got to take the opportunity that they have in front of them when negotiating new tv deals to one bring the production in-house like yeah. F1 does. They 100%. need to do this. Um, Get the best of each uh, broadcasting network. Yeah. Just control control it from the source. Yeah. And you will, you will end up with a lot more consistency. You'll end up with a lot better product, I imagine. Uh, Maybe 100%. not initially because there's a lot of infrastructure there you need to get. If you put Mike Joy and Dale Earnhardt Jr. in a booth together. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, you're going to win. Yeah. Um, and then we need to go back to play-by-play driver crew chief. I mean, I guess we are next week in, in Martinsville. But, oh, yeah. I know um, what you mean. Yeah. We Which need Tony to, was good today, but I, yeah. I, I, I like I, Tony. I just don't love two drivers. I, yeah. I don't mind it with NBC because we do have yeah. uh, play-by-play crew chief and then two drivers, which, yeah. you know, take it up, take it or leave it, but – yeah, because it just adds another perspective. Like drivers, all drivers, not all drivers, but a lot of drivers have the same perspective and outlook on what's going on in the racetrack. And then you have a crew chief that can explain strategy and also has a different outlook and just, you know, gets you gets everybody in the booth thinking more. And that's always a good thing. Yeah, which um, luckily we do have Larry Mack around occasionally yeah. in the in Charlotte in, in the studio. Yeah, but, but not um, enough. It's not the same. Yeah. And, um, um, fuck, I had a point. Well, I don't remember. Three, oh, two, yeah. Well. Um, and when they do this new TV deal, if you keep it in house, streaming, 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 streaming. Yeah. I want no all of you, I want all of you to comment down below. Um, if you would pay for a NASCAR broadcast to be commercial free. If there was like a network option where you had commercials, but there was an option on a streaming service that NASCAR had where you could watch the race with no commercials. Would you pay for that? Put that in the comments below. And how much would you pay? Yeah. A year. Uh, I would pay upwards of $300 a year. Yeah. I mean, we pay three, 300, 350 bucks for dirt vision and floor racing that we need to watch more of. Yeah. I mean, um, we, we, we watch this religiously. Yeah. We definitely, Three hundred so, a year, I three hundred a year. Yeah, I yeah, that's yeah. fine with me. I'll do it. Um, moving on to the actual race, um, it's a damn shame that we have a uh, we have such a shitty uh, broadcasting uh, team because 
or not team, Mike Joy, Tony, Clint Good, but Broadcasting Network, because the Allen Track Racing product is fantastic right now. Yeah. I mean, and Coda, I'm so glad we went here a second time. I thought they were going to ax it just being stupid. They were like, oh, well, it was a shit show last year. You know, fuck the fact that it was raining or whatever. We're not going back. No, they came back. They did it again, and it proved that, you know, we belong to Coda. It was a hell of a race. Yeah, the last 35 laps were – you couldn't take your eyes off off the no. TV. It was and really crazy. all race long. I mean, as it's such a big racetrack, right? Yeah. I never known it. I think the biggest lead anyone got was when Daniel Suarez was like a second and a half in front of Blaney. It amazed me how much or how little guys could get away from each yeah. other. I it thought just, that I every time like Ross would get back in front or somebody, I was like, okay, he's he's gonna drive away and just never no. could drive away. No, I think this new car. Next gen has changed something, Seth. It's changed a lot. I spoke yeah. too soon. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, I was, yeah, I mean, anytime, any point in the day, I, you would look at the top five and there'd be some, you know, normal guys up there. You know, you have your Blaney's, your Elliot's, your Bowman's. Even that wasn't normal a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, but you'd look up there and you'd have like, oh, there's Chase Briscoe's going for another win. Who would have had that on our bingo card a couple of races into the year? Or, you yeah. know, you have Ross Chastain, you know, absolutely dominating and ultimately winning the race but we'll talk about that in a little bit um but you know hell of a race but it wasn't perfect we had some gripes with it uh coda's too big of a damn track to not have local yellows you said local yellows i also have a point and i saw i can't take credit for this someone on twitter posted it uh i think it was actually uh kyle um that uh posted it on there um that we uh we need to restart the race like on the back stretch or something we don't need to like caution laps are just too damn long yeah here. i i don't i don't hate that idea yeah well also it would help if we didn't you know have to wait for pit road to be open yeah that's, that's part it. of that problem is they could have expedited some of these yellows a lot. yeah i mean we we did it um I don't remember where the hell we did it, but we've done it before where we did like quickie yellows. Done that a lot. And yeah. I don't know why we didn't do it today. Yeah. And just throwing. Especially because there weren't a lot of guys going on pit road, like all at one time. Yeah. Like tire wear wasn't really brutal. No. So it's not like everybody like on that last one. Yeah. Everybody pretty much. Well, not everybody. The, no, not everyone. The last everybody time everybody on different strategies. that caution, pretty much everybody pitted. Uh, Cause that basically got them to their window with 26, 27 to go. But uh, you talk about local yellows, you, uh, you, you uh, watch a little bit more, you know, racing where this is a thing more than I have. Well, uh, I mean, you watched the F1 race today. We saw it. Um, yeah. I feel who, like that's a little bit different it? though. They have like the virtual safety cars and stuff like that. Well, even then it was, it was, so there was a virtual safety car one time, but, but one time it was, it was the local yellow. Yeah, on the last when, lap of the F1 race, yeah. That wasn't even what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, so... Oh, uh, there was another one. Yeah, you're right. When, when Alonso had his problem, yeah, there they it was just a local yellow, if I remember correctly. Even if it was a virtual safety car, this could be accomplished with a local yellow. Yeah. And yes... Explain what do, a local yellow is for someone who... You, it's when you pick a... There's an incident in a, say, turn three, four, five complex... Yeah. at at road or coda today not road america coda and you 
throw the yellow in that section, come over the radio and make sure everybody knows, hey, it's a caution through that section, tread lightly, act like we're under caution. Everywhere else, you stay green, you race. Only thing, I, only thing I've thought about with that is how do you police it? You, I feel like there's going to be delta. going to be, yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, you 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 pick the. I mean, it's a timing. Those there's timing lines there, so you pick the timing yeah, lines. True. You pick your speed, whatever it is. Um, I feel like NASCAR would just jimmy jack this all the way up. See that that is part of the problem too. I I wholly agree with you. NASCAR would completely mess this up and and let guys get away with passing in the local yellow and that and we definitely yeah we definitely need local yellows we also need to get rid of stage cautions at least um this today wasn't really a good example of it but a lot of times stage cautions at road courses really screw up everything well it's like the stages were so short and then the last half or 60 percent of the race i guess was was run like that and it was like i I forgot a little bit it definitely helped because like You know, we get, you know, you get the stages out of the way. Sorry. <clears throat> get the stages out of the way. <laughs> you get the stages out of the way and then you go run the real race, I guess. You just kind of have to set yourself yeah. up for for being in the right position, which is why I didn't understand why, like, Daniel Suarez and Kyle Larson and guys like that didn't yeah. hit. Which I think they the were going stage. for stage points. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I understand which that. Which in Suarez's especially. case, it actually worked out really well for him getting those stage points. Well, and Larson too. He got six stage points and finished 29th. So it's better than finishing 29th, getting no stage points, I guess. But um, either way, you get it out of the way early and then you just go run a normal race. Now you hope as a driver that, you know, you you're allowed for your strategy to work out the way it's intended. And there's not 18 cautions, but Uh, that's the racing. That is racing. And that, but that would change that also the local yellow would help that too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think part of this goes back. Well, they've never done local yellows, but I think they're a little bit more like stern on not doing it. I think part of this goes back to the whole Kevin Ward incident at the dirt track where they don't want anybody out on the racetrack unless, you know, they don't want a tow truck or anything out there while the track is green, even if they're a mile and a half away on the other side of the track at Kevin. So it must be just a culture thing. Cause I remember yeah. at um, St. Petersburg in an IndyCar race one year, we had this big piece of uh, sheet metal or carbon fiber, whatever. Yeah. Come off on the front straightaway. And the officials just ran the numbers. And as soon as the last car went, they're like, all right, we got 40 seconds, run out and grab it. Yeah. And in NASCAR, that would have been a 15 minute caution. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and I get it. Racing obviously is a very dangerous uh, sport and you don't want to be, you don't want to be, want to be people, risking it, but you don't want to be putting people in harm's way when it's avoidable, but got to be a way around it. Clearly they clearly there's a part of that philosophy that they do understand because they waited until they absolutely had to a lot of these times when guys were, when guys broke and, yeah. and slowed down to a crawl they waited as long as they could because they knew they had several minutes until the next or a couple of minutes until the cars came by again. Yeah. Um, there's that. Um, they could they could find a way to to have more escape routes too for yeah, these they guys because they Which, only had yeah. a handful. And like Ricky Stenhouse, they were on the radio like, "Where are we? Can we get to one of these?" And they they just couldn't. They were too far away from yeah. it. 
Which, yeah, I think, yeah, escape routes will help. And then, you know, figuring out something uh, they can do with that. Um, getting into the actual race, um, Ryan Blaney started on pole, but he did not stay there long. Uh, Daniel Suarez looked like he might have a chance to get his first win today. And then stage one ended and that kind of went out the window. Uh, Suarez led every lap of stage one, had a fast car, really was the only one who could get away Um throughout this whole race. And uh, again, track house racing showing their speed. Uh, went to stage one and then gets heartbreaking. Uh, rookie driver, Corey Taylor, takes out Daniel Suarez. Um, Corey, you're not one. you and you're hungry. You just stickers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh man, we'll have to put that in. But uh, yeah, Suarez right gets turned around and uh, falls back, kind of screws up his whole strategy for the race. And then, he ended up having some power steering issues and uh, worked his way back up to the top 15. And then it finally broke on him and he was kind of done for the day. Tough break for him. Um, Trackhouse still ended up with a good day. Obviously, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, Denny Hamlin won stage two of the race. Probably forgot about that because the race was 17 hours long. That's definitely um, Denny's favorite stage to win, though. Yeah, for sure. Um you did you did text me and you were like this race is entirely too long i was like no it's not that bad and then three more cautions later i'm like okay maybe maybe this race could have been about 15 laps shorter i think yeah yeah i felt that way about the xfinity truck if you get do one to one you got to do it to the other right yeah um yeah it could have been a little bit shorter uh the last stage of the race though was awesome we had uh ross Chastain, aj almendinger chase briscoe really the main players in this race yeah uh, going at it Tyler Reddick and Chase Elliott and Alex Bohm were kind of back there yeah. in the second tier. Yeah, if they, uh, you know, when the top guys got up there, Jimmy Jack, and they could get up there and make something happen. Yep. And uh, A.J. Allmendinger, obviously, he's got to be up there. Like we said last night on Bushwhacker, he's one of the most accomplished road racers in America. Uh, Ross Chastain and Chase Briscoe, not so much. Uh, Chase, is, he's gotten better on these road courses since Xfinity, and then Ross is – He's proven he can win anywhere. Yeah, almost. Uh, but it's it's interesting that it's a it's a new guard, man. Neither of those guys. We were both wondering last year, like Ross and Chase, like Chase Briscoe, are they the real deal or not? And then yeah. this year they've come out of the gate and they're they're proving they're. I mean, they honestly could be play, contenders when they get to the playoffs. Oh, if they continue this, they're absolutely contenders. Yeah. Um, I was I had the jury way out on on ross chastain up until about darlington last year in the fall and yeah. then all of a sudden Same it seemed like with chase briscoe yeah but all, all of a sudden with i guess both of them not in the exact same race but there's just a switch and they both hit it and they've both been very competitive this year yeah. and it's it's good to see for sure uh to see these guys that are newer to these cars and going out there and, and competing with the best of them yeah, I think next gen's got to have a lot to do with it because I mean, um, <clears throat> you're just seeing you're seeing that across the board yeah. with a lot of uh, a lot of guys like Reddick. They said something to Reddick earlier, or getting towards the end of the race. Reddick was like, "Man, we should be up there going for the win." The crew chief was like, "Bro, you're running top five week in and week out. You need to stop beating yourself up." Yeah, and it's you know it's how it is. What? And and I I understand his frustration. He he definitely feels like he should have won by now. Next gen's had a big impact on this for sure, but um, 
I think it's we, leveled the playing field as far as like the organization wise. Like Trackhouse, yeah. Stuart House were, yeah, not winners last year. Yeah, no, but it definitely has. Um, but we could see this coming. Uh, Reddick had several uh, really good runs to end the season last year. Ross had a yeah. few good runs to end the season last year. Uh, Briscoe had a handful of flashes. I wouldn't say that I saw this yeah. coming, but he had a handful of flashes coming in. Uh, who else? Byron. We we talked about Byron yeah. being ready. I feel like it's like a, almost like more of a driver-specific uptick in performance. I don't feel like it – well, Trackhouse is a different story. I think um, I think just next-gen puts it more in the driver's hands because you're not seeing – like last year we saw Hendrick and it was just Hendrick as a whole was killing it. Now, granted three of their drivers have been to victory lane, but they have not been the organization. I'd argue that track house has been the best organization this year. Yeah. As far as speed wise, it's close. Uh, I think they're better than Hendrick or they have had yeah. better performances than Hendrick. I, I think it's close on whether or not they've actually been the best whole organization. Well, who, who would Penske maybe. Penske, really? Yeah. I feel like they – I don't know. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Joey hasn't really been there ever since he won the Clash, and Blaney's been – Blaney. Blaney's been okay. Yeah, Blaney's um, been okay. He hasn't been Ross Chastain throwing out four top five – four top three finishes in a row, Suarez is, you know. Yeah, all right, you won me over. It's it's track. Yes! <laughs> one, one. It's track. Yeah. You just won today. <laughs> yeah. Huh? You won today. You had Elliot. He I got, won today. He nipped my guy at the end. I did. I'm um, not happy yeah, about it either. <laughs> we uh getting down to the nitty-gritty. Um we uh NASCAR this weekend enforced track limits for the first time like ever. Kind of. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Um and well, no, not for the first time ever. They've been doing it the the Robles for a hot minute now, but True. Yeah. First time on a like true traditional road course where what happened last year, they had turtles, um, turtles, turtles, uh, on the inside of the turn, the, uh, S's and they removed them this year. Um, uh, probably for, because of what they saw at Indianapolis last year, <laughs> um, yeah, probably. guys launching over them. Uh, and you know, NASCAR said, okay, we removed these turtles, but, you know, you can't get two or you can't get four tires all the way below the rumble strips in the S's. And we saw a couple, it bite a couple guys early. Um, we saw, um, who was it? Boris said got two penalties for that. Shout out to Boris said, said heads are back. Got my Boris said shirt on. But what did he say? What did Boris say, buddy? Who said? Boris said. He said, I told you to pick Ross Chastain, Dan. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, uh, Boris got a couple uh, penalties for that. Someone else did. I can't remember exactly. One guy who didn't, who I felt like should have, was Chase Briscoe. Uh, Chase Briscoe, it wasn't necessarily him going, like, trying to get too much in the turn in the rumble strip. It was more of he was out of freaking control. And, and, yeah, you tend to be out of control when you get doored in the middle of a corner. Well, no. Nah, so, here's what happened. Uh, Chase is, you know, up there going for the win. Him, Omdinger, Chastain. Chastain's kind of gotten away on a restart. And Omdinger and uh, – not Reddick. Uh, Chase Briscoe are going at it. And Briscoe makes contact with A.J. Omdinger, sends him off through the middle and cuts the 
one of the uh, turns in the S's. Briscoe comes back on track and NASCAR debates whether they should throw, you know, give him a penalty or not. He went from third to eighth, right? But the penalty all day had been, you know, a, a drive-through penalty. I argue that he should have, he should have gotten penalized. He ended up pitting anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. But here's here's why I think he should have gotten penalized. Is because you go back and look at it. He screwed up turn one. On his that was on him, right? And then he's trying to get too much. You see him before he even hits Almendinger. He's out of control. He's coming off the corner sideways, and that's why he hit Almendinger. It wasn't Almendinger. Almendinger moved to the left. He moved to the left, but you look at Briscoe, and Briscoe is sideways. Well, and then Almendinger moves out, and he goes through the thing, and it's like, I don't know. I saw that as more he was getting too much and just driving in over his head in that particular corner. Here's my thing. If you – no matter what the situation is, if you if there's contact, you get forced, you end up off the track, whether you're forced, forced or whatever, and then you lose five spots, I don't think you need to drive through penalty. Yeah, but here's the thing. You open up that can of worms like you do at Daytona and Talladega where you kind of walk the line between getting forced off and going below the yellow line and, you know. I think either way, we in, in, in any of those scenarios at any of those tracks, you get – Whatever happens, if you lose five spots, you've been penalized already. It's not necessary to yeah. to add I mean, on could, to it. Yeah, and here's the thing. If they hadn't had made this a rule, yeah, that would have been fine. But my, my problem is they made it a rule, and then they went back on it just because, oh, he made a little bit of contact with AJ. I, don't I mean, know. either way. It I didn't end up playing into anything because he ended up pitting no. anyway. But it and was then he had a tire like, go down at the – into the race or something yeah i don't know yeah everybody was going freaking everywhere everybody was spinning out we saw denny hamlin spin we saw uh who uh the money team kaz girl oh, my yeah. boy uh he spun out a couple of times and joe Logano uh, ran out of talent took out larson to, yeah just to say that uh well he got hit didn't he i don't care <laughs> in joey's defense that um that one time he was Leading, Joey spun out a couple of times. Joey was a dart without feathers today. He, he was, was, he was, but that wild. one time he was leading on the restart, and then he was being Joe today. He wasn't Joey, he was Joe today. He was Josephus. He, <laughs> I don't know, shut up. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but do you remember the one where he was sitting there leading and that thing? Just oh, yeah, busted Joey. loose on him. And oh, yeah, he was able to save that thing. So I give him a lot of credit for being able to save that car like that now yeah but also i don't give him much credit for how stupid he was to get it all oh no no right no there. yeah no but that was that was pretty wild yeah uh, uh joey yeah. doesn't get a whole lot of rope on this one but because he uh you know no. drove like yeah. a dickhead but. he uh yeah he ends up wrecking and taking out kyle larson and kurt bush um and that ended up being was that the last caution of the day uh i think that's what it. ended up being the last caution it, it doesn't so feel many... like it was but you're probably right yeah there were so many cautions there then we saw stenhouse eric jones and lawrence hezeberg all stop on or hezeberg hezeman hezeberg's the team hasn't yeah okay. um they all uh stopped on track uh which brought out yellows there towards the end of the race uh it's just kind of cautions breed cautions at the end of these things that's how it always happens yep. um We've never <clears throat> been to any of those, right? Indian Grand Course. <laughs> yeah, we, I've been to quite, we've been to quite a few of them. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
Chase Briscoe's out of it. Um, now it's down to AJ Allmendinger and uh, Ross Chastain, which had an epic duel um, going on. Uh, AJ was hounding Ross, and then we started getting the yellows. Brought some guys back into the play. We saw Tyler Reddick. He actually got the lead on a restart. Yeah, he did. And um, it looked like Tyler Reddick might steal him one here. I thought I was about to get me some five points. Hey, man, yeah. Um, and <laughs> then – to be true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Reddick, uh, Reddick was not the man today. Um, we were right about a first-time winner, but just not the right one. Yeah. Right? Um, right idea, wrong execution. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway – we get to the, let's get to the final restart. Um, set up, it's Reddick and Chastain um, side by side. They go into the first uh, first turn, and what did I mean? Reddick goes in there, loses the oh no, Reddick clears them. Chastain moves them. Yeah, coming out going into two, um, and it's going to be a common theme here in a second. Ross moves Reddick out of there. Uh, Reddick kind of gets squirreled up and falls back to fourth behind Almendinger Bowman. Now it's basically Ross Chastain's race to lose, and he about damned – he did give it away, really. Just about. Yeah, I mean, he he uh, ran the last lap. A.J. Almendinger hounded him, and really we had seen A.J. like get at him, but we hadn't seen him been able to be able to really get close enough to make a pass on him. And he did, uh, makes the pass on Ross, uh, kind of washes him up coming out of, or no, Ross uses him up going in. Go ahead. Well, he kind of forced him into, into a mistake a little bit coming into, what was it? 10, uh, with like two to go. That's kind of what started. Yeah, that is what, yeah. AJ kind of Ross screwed up and then they went down in the one and Ross runs AJ wide. Yeah. And, um, they're going through the S's and AJ, all over them, and it's you know it's it was an awesome duel because it was like you know Ross got some tips from AJ back when he ran from Colic right um, in Xfinity, and it was really awesome to see because it was AJ who's like we said one of the greatest road racers in NASCAR, and it was going to be an epic duel there. He gets to Ross, moves Ross out of the way, a little bump, a little nudge, which honestly to AJ's credit. AJ peeked underneath him and Ross kind of shut the door on him. Yeah. So, I mean, he kind of had that coming. Opens up the door for Alex Bowman, who almost hacked his way into another win, which would have been epic. That would have been wild. I, I said it, too, with a couple to go. I was like, I was like, this is Alex is in prime hacking position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Same fucking guy backs into every fucking, fucking win. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Kyle would have had Kyle would have had a field day today if that oh, would've, man. if that would have come to fruition. It almost did. Um, All luck, Ross no moves skill. AJ or no AJ moves Ross, gets Ross out of the way. But in the same park, same complex of corners, Alex gets by both of them, or it looks to almost get by both of them because they're Jimmy jacking around, you know, playing hide the uh, hide the zucchini with each other. And that's not what that means. <laughs> um, and then Ross, go, we go down into, you know, a couple corners to go. Ross just sends AJ. Yeah. Sends him off into oblivion. He AJ spins out, cleans out Alex Bowman. And 
you know, Ross, he had been, you know, Ross goes on to win the race and he's been knocking on the door the last three weeks. He'd had, a, you know, a third, a second, and a second. But why you got to do it like this, bro? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I'd have done it too. That's it? Yeah, I, there's nothing else to say about it. I'd yeah. have done it. I don't know. Dude, I, here's the problem I have with it is you run them wide. You'd run, first of all, you'd run everybody wide and moved everybody all day well not really all day when he was challenged and when he was not in the lead he yeah, well mostly on right. those nine thousand restarts that you know have got to frustrate you as a driver especially when you're when you're pulling away under green well not yeah. pulling away holding on yeah i i just i don't know i can't blame him i absolutely can blame him because i mean for every you know move you have like this there's 15 good ones. I just don't, I don't care for guys who get out of the car and cry about winning their first cup race, you know, Oh my God, it's such a glorious moment. Dude, you jumped a guy. Yeah. Like I, I would have been happy for Ross had it been any other way, but I don't know. He, he definitely, uh, I don't know. I'm not in love with the move. Um, but I, I can't say that I wouldn't have at least tried. Now, would I have been hoping if I'm going to do this move, I would have been hoping that he would have just kind of slid and then kind of got into the 48 and then he finished second or third. That, that was a no. If that was what he was thinking, that would have that was uh, some poor <laughs> that was some poor judgment on his part because he he was sending the 16. There was no question yeah. about it. I mean, it. if that was the objective, then mission failed successfully, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly i think that's what yeah i feel like that um, last lap for for ross is just mission failed successfully that's yeah i don't know he drove the thing that's that's the thing it just he drove such a good race and then those last couple restarts moving the eight that's fine running guys off that's fine but when you get what was coming to you like you got what you dished out yeah and then you blow your head off your shoulders and absolutely wreck a guy and that's uh, that's what happened. Like, yeah, that I got a, I got a problem with it. So, yeah, I, I feel you. I guess congrats, but that's yeah. All I have to say it's not my favorite yeah. move, um, but you're going for your first win. It is what it is, I guess. At this point, I don't know. Uh, props uh, to Alex Bowman for hanging on to second place, though. He was going to win the damn thing. Well, I know he's going to win the damn thing, but to get <laughs> just like bulldozed by the 16, or I guess he didn't actually get hit by him, but to get uh, away yeah, from yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, AJ did. I mean, he basically, he bounced off of Alex like he was did a he? concrete yeah. wall and spun out. <laughs> so for Alex to get hit in the door like that, keep it straight and finish second. Good on you. Good move. Yeah. But and if Ross doesn't win or not, if he doesn't get on top of the the tower there, um on the front stretch of Coda, the you know the giant what do you call it i don't know i know what you're talking about but i don't know yeah, what the hell they call the it the big ass freaking tower watchtower on the front stretch watchtower thank you i think that's what it's called something I like think. that yeah if he doesn't get on top of that thing or drop a watermelon <laughs> that is a missed opportunity that is a hundred percent a missed opportunity and i'm gonna be even more upset about the finish of this race i just want to know how many watermelons he brings to the track every week does he just bring one or is he bring these like are the questions. 40? Yeah, these are the questions. Yeah. I mean, he had to have at least brought two this week because he was running two races. 
We know this. Yeah, at least two. Nah, Hell, he's, he's got bring, he brings more than that. I bet does he eat anything other than watermelon? No, absolutely not. No, he's a he's a water watermelonitarian. Seth. Buddy. Seth. Buddy. You know what I'm about to say. I don't. What's our theory? Oh, yes. How all many right. how many babies does he bring to the no, track? No, 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 sh- let's let's all right. So we got a we got a theory. This is this, this is, is our Ross Chastain conspiracy is, theory. This is conspiracy time. Um, we're getting wild here. All <laughs> right, so we so Ross Chastain, right? He's a watermelon farmer. He when he wins a race, he smashes watermelons. You'll probably see it in the thumbnail of this video, um, or you'll see him smashing AJ Allmendinger. I don't know. Um, but probably both. Also, doesn't mean that. Um, anyway, smashes a watermelon when he wins. I guess we're debuting on the hub, right? I got a theory. Ross Chastain is a watermelon in disguise as a human, right? I'm following. And he murders and he smashes watermelons, right? So that means there's an alternate universe where watermelons are the people of the world. And Ross Chastain is a human dressed as a watermelon to fit in with the watermelon people of this weird watermelon universe we have and ross as a human dresses watermelon smashes babies i'm just saying you know what's funny is this if this well first of all do you have any proof of this do i have any proof let's not talk about that okay so Um, no so that means this is a hypothesis buddy you need to get your science right um anyway in this alternate universe, what's Dude, hilarious, I haven't used the hypothesis theorem since. Uh, well, you I, just did. You just called it a theory incorrectly. Anyway, um, I was that was a joke, but you didn't get it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> in this alternate universe, there it's is the Pythagorean a Pythagorean theorem, not the hypothesis. I know that that was a joke. Can I can I continue here, sir? Sure. There's like not? a watermelon buddy pulley. I don't know what watermelon buddy pulley's watermelon name would be, but. Uh, I think it'd just be watermelon buddy pulley, but uh, there's a watermelon buddy pulley spitting out this exact same hypothesis, but about the human reverse. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. It's happening Uh, right now. In fact, watermelon Seth is sitting here telling you about (laughs) the fact that there is this other universe doing the same thing. And it's called the big, the big water, small melon Melon podcast. (laughs) Oh, my oh, that's the thing, too, is the cars actually run on water instead watermelon. of gasoline and the watermelons like the inside the of a car is made out of watermelon. Everything in the everything in this world is edible. It's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but watermelon. Wait, so watermelon. It's like a gingerbread house. So gingerbread men live in a gingerbread house. Watermelon people live in a watermelon house. Yeah, it's the exact same. This is Ross Chastain's wet dream. I'm going to write a book honest. about this. Do it. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, I don't know where we got off on this. Oh, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Ross Chastain wins. Like it or not, he did have it coming. He, he'd been up there up front. Gets Trackhouse Racing their first win. Pitbull is a cup winner. Pit- I didn't even think Bull. about that. Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, is a cup winner. You know what? I believed that they, that they would win. I, I also believe that they would win. Yeah. And they're going to give us everything tonight well they're gonna get super wasted probably yeah i mean like chocolate wasted dolly 
<laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's cool because it, it's a second year team. Um, they kind of came into the sport last year, and it was kind of random. I'll be honest with you, it was very random when it happened. Yeah. And um, didn't really expect much out of them. They came out of the gate pretty strong for a first-year organization, one-car team with Daniel Suarez. Had some top 15s and some top 10 runs, led a bunch of laps to Bristol Dirt Race, got themselves top five. And then this year, they bought Ganassi, and they've just been – I mean, like we said, they're almost the best team out there right now. Yeah, I mean, if you think them just announcing their existence was random, then them buying Ganassi was out of nowhere. And now them being like the fastest team. I mean, they're beating Hendrick right now. Yes. And I mean, let's look at Hendrick for a second. You have, I think Alex Bowman's almost their best driver at the moment, or at least most consistent. Isn't Chase still leading the points? Chase is leading, probably still leading. Okay. So maybe my argument. Okay. Chase and Alex. It's not who we thought. Uh, yeah. Kyle Larson's kind of been snake bit a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said you're worried about him. Uh, a little bit, but like only cause it stems from, so like, obviously they win auto club, the five team, yeah. and then it ran okay at Vegas. Uh, yes. They did have an opportunity to win the race on the last lap, but they weren't going to win it without a yellow, yeah. uh, Phoenix comes around. They ran good. Valve spring broke, whatever shit happens. And they then wreck, wreck. And then Atlanta, they wreck, which yeah, whatever super speedway. And then today, then today they just weren't there. And it took it seven wide on that restart. Yeah. And kept going to the all the way to the grass outside on every restart in their turn. Did not one. work. Ever. I'm like, Kyle has a really bad tendency to do things that doesn't work and continue to do them. Kyle, if you're listening, which of course you are, because you're the biggest fan of the Big Motors Pompoli podcast, um, insanity means doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. You've got to stop. Yeah, he is pretty bad about that. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about him. I think last year, you know, he didn't want to step on any toes. You know, he was super consistent, but I think he just put together really clean races just because he, not only did they, they had probably a leg up on the field like they don't have this year, Yeah, but they also probably just wanted to get some clean races. They weren't worried about, you know, just going out there and, you know, rubbing their nuts all over the field. Um, he probably, you know, he came back from suspension for, you know, something that was relatively controversial and probably just didn't want to ruffle any feathers. Now he's the defending champion. He wants to go balls the ball. He wants to win. And he's already got a win in the playoffs. I mean, I feel like he's just, I feel like it's. The only concern. Like he'll get out of this funk and he'll probably win, go on a tear. Yeah, I mean, the only concerning thing is is that your next two – so he's he's on a string of three in a row bad races, or bad finishes at least, and – Here's what will surprise you. Yeah, but now we're going to go to Richmond and – That's through, what I'm saying. Here's where, where he'll surprise you. Yeah, Kyle Larson running good at Richmond during the day would absolutely surprise me. Yeah. Um, done this twice, and his best finish is 18th, two laps down, so yeah. – uh, but that's the uh, that's a Kyle Larson report. I gave you that one. The Kyle, uh, Kat, Kyle the, Larson report. Yeah. Now for the I don't know where Happy is, so I don't know if we can do the Kevin Harvick Happy Cat report. Um, he walked behind you at one point, but yeah, he did. Happy, where art thou? Happers um, McGee. Happers. Uh, anyway, uh, we need to come up with a middle name for Happy. I I realize he doesn't have a middle name. Uh, not here. Not right now. Yeah, Michael. Okay, cool. 
Um, shout out to uh, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> shout out to uh, my GM Michael that <laughs> said he listened to the uh, <laughs> he listened to the podcast for the first time over the weekend. Hi, Michael. Uh, so, <laughs> so many fucking Michaels. I know. Bro. Like, what is the deal with all the Michaels? All right, everybody, comment down below if your name's Michael or if your middle name's Michael. Or you know somebody named Michael. Or no, no, I think, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, happy cat, Kevin Harvick report. Uh, sorry for clapping in everyone's ears. Uh, Kevin Harvick, uh, I thought he was going to run 22nd today. Seth, you said he would surprise me and run 21st. Um, he ran much better than that. I said 22nd. Doesn't matter. It does. Um, Can't lie to the people. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> he ran about 15th all day. Respectable. Yeah. yeah um, Solid. Hey man, look them curbs. He he said coming into the day these uh, them taking out these curbs really fucked him up because they had put all the sim time into you know running with the curbs and then they said it added. That's one thing it did uh, cut the lap down a second and a half. They said they that's a lot got that much more out of yeah. it. But anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as an excuse for Kevin. Uh, he ended up 11th, right? Yes. Yeah, he ended up 11th today. Respectable performance for Kevin. Didn't really expect much from him today. Got handed to him. That's been your Happy Cat Kevin Hart report. Meow. Um, <laughs> wow. So, I think it's time to put it on the bitching scale. It is time to put it on the bitching scale. All right. What is right. what is the scale? highest? The 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 tower. The, tower. Uh, All right. What's the lowest? Yeah. Joey Logano. No, the bottom of the hill. Uh, okay. On the front stretch. All right, then. I am going to put it at a. I don't know how you don't put it at the top of the. It is too long. Okay, fine. At the, the tower's 128 stories high. I'll put All it right. at like four, like 123. I'll put it 52 feet up on the tower. All right. 52 feet? Yes. That tower is probably like 3,000 feet tall. It's not 3,000 feet tall. That's not. No, you're right. 52 floors? You're putting it right in the middle? No, it's more than 100 feet tall. He said it was 100 feet taller than the Statue of Liberty. No, I'm saying it's 128 floors. You're putting this right in the middle. No, I didn't say 50. I didn't say the... No, that... I didn't say the 52nd floor. I said the 52nd Your foot. units of measurement was not an option. <laughs> you didn't establish the units of measurement. I did. Floors. You didn't? No. You didn't make Floors the bar. Floors the from, bottom of the hill. Where are you at? 52nd floor. Seth thinks this was a mid-race. That's terrible. Wow. The bottom of the hill is way below the bottom of the fucking tower. All right. What are you talking about? I thought it was a great race. So, so in my eyes, this stupid. is the top of the hill, or this is the top of the, the tower. This okay. is the bottom so of the about, hill. About, for the audio listeners, about a foot. This is where the 52nd tower is, give or take, in my analogy. Pick it, 52nd tower, there's 52 of them? Tower? Not tower, one. floor. Four. Yeah, there you go. Eat a bag okay, of Okay, fair enough. All right, cool. All right. All right. Respectable. If it was 15 He's about three quarters shorter, of the way up. If it was like 15 laps shorter, it'd be here. Fair enough. All right. On the bitching scale, uh, our picks. You didn't um, give it a bitching scale rating? 
I did. I said it was 123. If the thing is like 128 stories high, I'm giving it like 123. Okay. That's awfully specific with no yeah. explanation. Give me your explanation. You, my, you made me give you my explanation. My explanation? I thought it was a great race. Um, I thought the race could have been uh, about, you know, like you said, 15 laps shorter, five fours below the top four, five divided or 15 divided by three because Dale Earnhardt is 15. Yeah. 15 divided by three is 15. Area is five, and you subtract that to shut up, man. <laughs> no one ever said math was my strong suit. Uh, I'm glad. Hey, everybody see done. that. Everybody see the, the Facebook post I put out where Bubba Wallace was, had the number three on his car. That was for you, boomers. Um, oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. Bubba lost the wheel today. It picked a fine time to leave him loose wheel. That was not his fault, despite popular belief. Despite NASCAR's Twitter boomer following. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Wild that Bubba Wallace's tire coming off because why didn't Bubba just get it. out of the car and tighten I, the damn exactly, thing? Exactly, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, back in my day, Richard Petty, Richard Petty would have done. He would have gotten out of that car and he would put the tire back on himself. And he hand tightened it. He would have pulled a Bill Elliott and lap unlapped himself twice. And you know that's why Chase Elliott's better than Bubba Wallace. I see no flaw in that argument at God, all. No, not at all. Anyway, not um, shout out to Bubba. He had a decent run on the Xfinity race. Had it kind of – he was here, – here's what his problem was in the cup race. That, it was his fault that the transmission broke. He was, he was doing fine. Yeah, in the Xfinity race. He was doing fine today, but he was trying to imitate Daniel Suarez. His car looked too much like Daniel Suarez's car, and as soon as Daniel had problems, the Bubba had problems. Imitation is the – Highest form of flattering, but it's also not the move when the guy you're imitating is dropping the, dropping the ball. I'm glad Daniel didn't win today in that ugly-ass car. Um, that is a – what? Hold no. on. Hold on. Here's the thing. Daniel's That's car a, to Hold me, on. Are you joking? No. I am shook <laughs> in this moment. Some of the cars this, is this the, year. The high, this is the argument. This is this okay. is the the get talking it. point about Trackhouse today. Fuck them winning the damn race. You don't think that's like one of the best paint schemes on the track? No. Here's the thing. Some of the schemes this year have come have fallen into this problem where they look like this. I don't. I don't. I I'm looking at you and I don't even know. And there's audio listeners. They have they, no clue. They look like. They're at a, they look like they're an arch. I don't know why that is, but they, to me, I know what they, you're talking about. They look you're like they're an, you're describing it terribly, but somehow I understand. They look like they're low in the front, low in the back, and high in the middle. And it looks odd. And it, it, it's all about the scheme with the next gen car because some guys look fine. Um, and then Larson's looks like the opposite. If it looks Chase like, Elliott was driving, it would be a fantastic paint scheme. That's all I'm saying. I don't like Chase Elliott schemes. What are you talking about? But Larson's is the opposite. The it looks like it's it looks like it starts and ends high, and there's a bow uh, in the middle. So the Kyle Larson scheme is the best, and everybody else is sucks. That's what you're saying. No, I don't really like Kyle Larson's yeah, cars this year. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway, Seth, anyway. you're not even going to get to have a pick for Richmond because you have such a terrible opinion on things. Um, I disagree. Anyway. But uh, – you're the one who thinks Chase Briscoe deserved the penalty, so you're wrong, and then I can be wrong about this, and we can all be wrong in our own ways. Yeah. Um, 
Either way, Ross Chastain's a winner. Good on him. First-time winner. Is he going to go back-to-back? Let's pick for Richmond. You had Tyler Reddick today. Now I we got to do Elliott. Sundress and Dumbass. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, I apologize to our listeners. That's like the best part of this podcast. Um, God, I have no clue. Oh, Sundress. Uh, Sundress is track house. Yeah, track house. Not Ross. Not track Ross. House. Track yeah. house. And Dumbass is Joey Logano. I don't know, man. I uh, you're gonna have to put. I almost want to give argument. it. I almost <laughs> want to give it to Bubba, man. Motherfucker didn't get out and change that tire himself. Yeah, you're right. God, that pissed me. I saw some <laughs> stupid shit today. That pissed me the fuck off, man. Lay off the man. Lay off the uh, dude. He fell on a. He fell on a skateboard. That and everybody was, was like laughing up. Yeah, I mean, just oh, like dude. Why well, take the chance of of breaking your arm or something riding a skateboard around the track? All right, fair enough. Yeah. Hey, dude, he respect the man's. It's probably I do that too. Idea. That's a long ass racetrack. Yeah, um, I guess. I don't know. I'd bust my ass. We on got flat uh, ground on a dumbass, dumbass, dumbass award, dumbass award. It's got to um, be Joey, right? I feel like there's somebody else that was a dumbass. I almost, I want to make an argument for Ross, but he won. Yeah, you can't win dumbass can't. award if you won. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, I guess you could, but I don't think Joey Logano. So I think that means Joey won. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Joey Joey wins. All right. So congratulations to uh, Joey Logano. You are our dumbass of the week. And then Trackhouse Racing, Justin Marks, Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Congratulations. You are the sundress of the week. I want to see Pitbull in a sundress. And I want to see Daniel and Ross in those like checkered flag rompers that we saw those girls dancing in at the LA Coliseum next to Pitbull. All right. And then Justin Marks singing. Yes, there we go. Pitbull's not even singing. He's just floating. he's just dancing in his yeah, yeah. Sundress is flowing in the wind. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Um, I hope it's not flowing in the wind too much. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um anyway, uh I forget what's oh picks. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. So, like I said a second ago, Chase Elliott, Tyler Reddick, they had a duel, man, today. That's who we picked. I picked Chase. You picked Tyler. And, dude, I was sitting there with, like, 15 laps into this race, and I was like, really? Fucking Chase Elliott's going to run like shit when I pick him on a road course? Of course he does. You start texting me this. I'm like, dude, he'll be there at the end. Stop. Yeah, you you did call that one. And um, earlier today, we were on the phone, and I said, damn, I should have picked Ross Chastain. You did say that. <laughs> I did. Oh, man. Yeah, you were I, like, need to, I need you to were be like, smarter nah, about man. my picks. You're like, no, nah, man, it's a road course. He's not very good at those. I'm like, I don't think it matters at this point. They are on a freaking roll. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. I got to be more thought out with my picks. There's a couple guys that, even though I've won, I had still a couple guys that I thought I could have picked better. Which race did you win? Oh, Vegas. I meant beat you. Oh, no, you didn't win um, Vegas. You had. You yeah, had I did. Larson. I had Larson. Well, you so, won yeah, our thing. You. you didn't pick the winner. Yes. Am I anyway, the only one that's besides, I picked the winner the for that and you picked the winner for uh the clash. The clash, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um so I won this week. Got me three more points. Um who are you picking for Richmond while I pull up where we are in gorsh. the standings? I don't know. Oh my gorsh. Oh, um gorsh. I am up to twelve points and you have eleven. So I've retaken the lead. That means I gotta put in a good pick here. That is. Exactly. I want really bad to go with 
Martin Truex Jr., but I don't know if I should. Uh, fuck it. I'll pick first this week. Daniel Suarez. Fuck it. I believe that we will win. All right. You have the world's biggest fuck it attitude. Um, <laughs> what? Damn it. I don't want to go with Truex since he just won in the fall, but it feels right. Well, you go ahead. Do it. You did it for Xfinity. Go ahead. What did I do? You picked Noah Gregson. You picked the fall no, winner. I didn't. Yeah, you did. I picked Gregson. Oh no, I've picked Gregson. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't pick Gregson. Um, I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Christopher Bell. Fuck it. Christopher. Okay, that's yeah. he's had a hell of a season so far. But all right, go. go you ran okay at points today. Yeah, I picked. I that's who I was thinking I should have picked was Almondinger today, and I felt stupid for not. But I thought it ended up working half, out. <laughs> yeah, during like during the initial start of the race, I was like, "Why didn't I pick Cendric?" Um, I thought that, about it. I thought about it too. I didn't think he'd win two races. Um, uh, that wound up not happening, and uh, yeah. I felt good about that. And then Reddick was in the lead for a minute, and I felt really good about that. And then, yeah. uh, uh, anyway, um, going on to Richmond next week. Guess what? Guess what's next week? Guess what's next week? It's the return. Of, of the, the buddy, buddy pulley so far you're a little bit off on that one chief yeah whenever you start ooh, i have it, zero rhythm um no, yeah so you, whenever you start making up. noise we're going I'm to richmond you, next week and your audio cuts out and i can't fucking hear you anyway uh um, you know not here richmond next week we're going it's the start of small blade spring break baby we are going to be at the next four races we're going to be at richmond we're going to be at martinsville we're going to be at bristol and boy we we doing the big one on the boulevard at talladega so yeah get ready we're coming to a track near you i'm look i'm already tired thinking about it you're already tired (laughs) yeah um, so if any of you guys who are listening to this right now are going to be at Richmond or any of those other four races, hit us up on any of our social media handles and we'll wait. come. You can be on a buddy place safari. Yeah, it only exactly. costs $5.99. It does not cost anything. Um, in <laughs> fact, we'll probably give you a beer. Um, as long yeah. as I come out of your budget, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, hit us up. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll come see. We'll bring the buddy place safari to you. We're bringing the Buddy Pulley Safari to the people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That is it. That, that was it. Circuit of the Americas. This has been the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. He I've has... been sundress. You've been dumbass. <clears throat> okay, he can be full of shit if he wants. He's been dumbass, and I've been sundress. He's been small blade, and I've been big motor. I heard that. Eat my ass and balls. Um, <laughs> thank you for watching. Slash, I don't care. shut up. I'm doing the outro. Damn it. <laughs>